This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Happy Valentine's Day. Don't know what you're doing for that special individual in your life. Hope you're Mm. doing something. As I tweeted this morning, though, if today's the only day, oh, crap, that you're doing something for them, you're probably doing it wrong because you probably need to reevaluate the rest of the year and how you're taking this on. But, guys, I will say this, and this is the unfair part. Sorry, ladies. There's unfair pressure on us mm. to deliver on this day. There just is. It's unfair. It's not right because for all of the loving men and women out there who handle their partners, Mike, on an everyday basis and do wonderful things and do nice things and are kind right. and sweet. And then today you got to go all out. Why? Like, that's not right. That's not fair. So I will say, guys, fellas, I feel mm-hmm. your pain. I get it. But that's the only thing about Valentine's Day that has forever sucked is, hey, I do all these great things. And then the day is like, women, what have you done for me today? Babe, I've been doing stuff all year for you. What are you talking about? Well, I mean, look, there was a St. Valentine. Actually, you can read the story. It's kind of grim. But uh, as far as the actual holiday... Mid-19th century, actually before the Civil War, somebody up in Boston thought it'd be a good idea. Boston! We'll start this, uh, you know, this way to, you know, generate some revenue. As far as greeting cards and Valentine's and then chocolates and everything else. So the idea was, let's be honest, January after Christmas, retail kind of dips and the whole thing then kind of, you know, perks up the jewelry business, everything else. Restaurant business, restaurants, a huge bounce. I mean, this weekend was crazy where I live on the south side. But uh, I'm with you. I just think, you know, if you're a good husband, I heard Sandra talking about this earlier today once on the steakhouse. I think, like, guys like us, Carl, we don't don't talk about it on the air because, you know, you guys would call us wimps, but we're very very, uh, sweet, romantic dudes. And every day is Valentine's Day for our wives. Yeah, I just, you know, I I, I don't. (laughs) Look at Chris's face. No, it is. I don't have to go all out. And I'm not bragging on myself. Just ask about me. I don't go all out <laughs> because I go all out all the time. Right. So today is like, yeah, I'm going to do something nice and sweet, but I'm not going to go crazy. Mm-hmm. And here's the other thing, Mike. I do think the time that you've been together, and we can talk about this later, matters. When you're first with your wife or girlfriend, you go crazy right. for Valentine's Day. The longer you're together, it's just about you know what, respecting the fact that, hey, I'm going to recognize the day, right. make sure, you know, I tell you, hey, baby, I love you, or whatever it might be, 
and just show a little bit, Mike. But when you're first together, think back when you were first together. First five, six, mm-hmm. eight, even ten years. Right. You go bananas like, oh, I got to do this, I got to do that. Ask couples that have been together for 25 years, 30 years. Now, they still may do sweet things, right. but, Mike, they're not going crazy like you did no, when you I first mean, met. Look, it's, and, but, again, sometimes it's something just really thoughtful, like finishing the wash, you know, doing the dishes, things like that, things that Squid Billy does. You know, you got to you know, try to – the little things mean a lot. A little note. Like, the other day, like last year, I got her a bracelet just because then I was being a jerk, so I figured I'll go get her a bracelet. Yeah. You know what I mean? So sometimes, like, yeah. out of the blue, out yeah. of the blue. You know, that's where, that's where that which that's where it should come from. You'd have to come on the Valentine. But I will say this. Boy, there are a bunch of knuckleheads like uh, you've never seen at Publix today, grabbing everything, oh, the flowers, course. the cards. Of then I, well, nice, those are the guys that I forgot. But they had some nice arrangements. So, yeah, I mean, why not? It's, it's the effort, right? Put the effort in. But I know what you're saying. It should, a, be, should happen every day. No, it's a thought. It, it is the thought. And listen, I'm not a marriage counselor, although I could be. Uh, I'm just telling you from my experience, that's what I, I'm speaking from my experience. I can't speak for everybody else. But there are guys who might do the dishes every night. Who put the dishes yeah. away? Who do help with the yeah, stuff said, around I, the I, house? I don't do that, and that's my point. So those guys, <laughs> those guys are like, "Yo, I do this stuff already. Mm-hmm. This is not a special deal." Right? Bo shaking his head. Am yeah. I right? The honey do list, right? I do that all the time. Correct. I, I don't need to be mm-hmm. told something needs to be done around the house. I just do it now. She sometimes I have to tell her to do stuff around the house. Oh. That's <laughs> oh. another story. Oh. oh, now I'm in trouble. But but seriously, I do that all the time. Like. Uh, that's why I hate this holiday because I, uh, oh, here you're you go. saying Mike saying do the things that we that most of us do that, anyway. Yeah, I, I, hell, I already do that. So now I got to do something above that. There you go. I'm already a good husband. Well, now I got to be a superior husband. That's why it's unfair to guys. That, that's you know what Squid Billy says? He comes home. Hey, I put a roof over your head. <laughs> right on those pots and pans. <laughs> no, but see that's wash, wash my clothes, woman. I I wash my own clothes. I do the dishes. Yeah. I cook when we cook for dinners for us. I normally do that. So for you us. share in the responsibility. Yeah. But but like like mm-hmm. your point, we used to go out to a nice meal. Right. Then we bought a house. So that yep. stopped. Yep. And now, honestly, she gets a card. Yep. She gets some kind of candy. Like she loves Sour Patch Kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I got her a box of Sour Patch Kids. That's her candy, huh? And I did um yeah. And so she's got like a little Louis Vuitton, like a little small bag. Mm. And I got her like one of the it uh, has different straps for it. I bought her a different strap for it. Boom. That's it. Not didn't spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm done. I'm done. There's no more. <laughs> no more. And by the way, I went to see Titanic with you well, two yeah. days ago. Yeah, That's I, true. You missed it yesterday and yeah, man, no man. I can't believe and in three D. And there's really nothing to see in 3D in Titanic other than they're drowning slowly in the frozen water in 3D. Well, look, nobody can recognize you in those sunglasses, so it's good. <laughs> no action in that movie. Now, Chris is on another level. i got to mention this before we get to NFL Blitz. Chris has got various women he's dating right now. And so I'm not sure, Mike, he may be completely broke at this right. point because of all the women that he's entertaining at this point. He's a big-time radio star. Spread himself thin. He, and, and these women are coming at him. You know, they're like, turtle. Right. So he may be completely broke. So, Chris, just be careful. That's all I'm going to say, okay? Right. Ain't nothing thin about me, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> now, it is funny, though. But remember the first time you got a girl a, girl a Valentine's present? It's a big deal. Like elementary school. It was a big deal, yeah. man. Yeah. And then they used to have the, the, the hearts that had the, the sayings on them. They still right. do. But, you know, you were like, here, I want to give you this. You know, it was like, I right. like you. It was silly, but it was a big deal. Mike, I will give you one things were better back in your day. Mm-hmm. 
Back in your day, you didn't have to give a Valentine to everybody. Mm. When I was in grade school, everybody had to get a Valentine. Participation. Not just the girl you had a crush on. Wow. So it spoiled the entire thing. Yeah. See, that's the millennial issue, Mike. We've talked about That's true, but we also had like Ninja Turtle Valentine cards and stuff. So we got WWE Valentine's cards. You could just buy got, a whole box and I just say here. I paper out. I got a little charms, like a little rose charm on a necklace from Margie Vergadula when I was like 11. That was like my first Valentine's gift. She was a fox back then. How yeah. did she accept it? She was like, oh, she gave you a kiss? Yeah, a kiss. First base. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's that's okay to say that, right? Of I mean, course it is. Who knows? But anyway. You didn't so, say home run. <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, you guys do you. And again, it is tough. Though, but a lot of guys, and I've heard this a lot today on the radio and friends of mine around the country, a lot of men resent the feeling that this is put upon us. And that's why I, not I'm, fair. I'm catching that vibe from you and from Squid. No, it's, it's not. Yeah. And now listen, I'm a, again, I'm a big, big Valentine's guy. I like the the idea of doing something special. But I just think whole, as a, as a group of men, this is the one day where we have to do more than what we normally do. And it's expected. And you go, wait a minute, babe, I do all this stuff already. And I'm speaking for all the men out there. But this is like a buddy of mine. Last one, we got we to get to the, the, the blitz. Buddy of mine in Miami. His wife just had a baby, and he calls me up. This is about like three weeks ago. And so uh, this is uh, Hector. He goes, because do you know anything about this pushing present? I go, oh, yeah, that's a thing, man. It's been out for 30 years or 20 years I've heard about this. He's like, oh, yeah, because the mother-in-law kind of in- insinuated, oh, yeah, you got to get her something for having the baby. And, and so he was like and livid, to your point about more stuff being just layer upon layer upon yeah. layer for you married guys. All right, guys, it's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Coming up, we will get to Georgia hiring Mike Bobo as a new OC. Mm. Right now, let's get to an NFL blitz. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the NFL. With news and notes from around the league, this is NFL Blitz on Dukes and Bell. NFL Blitz brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMensMedical.com. Men, I hear you screaming out there. Thank you. I, I, you're welcome. Shane Steichen, new head coach for the Colts. Mm. Jonathan Gannon, new head coach for the Cardinals. Names sound familiar because you just talked about them all week because they're both coming from the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm. So the Eagles and Nick Sirianni lose his offensive coordinator and his defensive coordinator after the Super Bowl, Mike. So they'll have to retool. Now all these coaching positions have been filled. There were five Mm. we started with. These were the last two. I just retweeted a video that Jeff Saturday, looks like just Jeff's out on a lake. On a boat, right? Yeah, enjoying some fishing or whatever. And he he does a very cool thing. He congratulates Shane Steichen. He thanks Jim Irsay for the opportunity. And he thanks Colts fans. And he's like, look, nothing changes. I'm a Colt for life. I want to see us win Super Bowls. Thank you, guys. And he goes on and on. And it was just a class act right. from Jeff Saturday. I didn't think he deserved to get the job, Mike, after the way the season ended. You got eight games. You beat one team. But what are these guys going to do? What do you think about these hires? Now, their names are hot, Mike, because their team went to the Super Bowl. Are these guys going to turn these franchises around? Both have a lot of work to do. Well, I mean, where are you getting your staff from? Because obviously part of the, you know when you get your interview process, who's your offensive coordinator? How do we make – we just gave Kyler Murray $200 zillion million dollars. If you're in Arizona, hire a defensive coordinator. I'd love to know what is your offensive coordinator, what's your philosophy, what are you doing? I mean, they made they moved heaven and earth to get Kingsbury in there for this whole scheme, which is now they've just blown up. So that would be a big a big if for me. Can I mean Indianapolis? You got to figure they're going after Bryce Young, right? Got to be Bryce Young with number one. Yeah, and then you got your quarterback who just worked with Jalen Hurts. That's some nice symmetry right there. Um, Eagles are going to pay Jalen Hurts. They will take care of him, unlike the Ravens taking care of Lamar Jackson. Now, Lamar didn't get to a Super Bowl, but the fact is 
Jalen is going to be taken care of. They totally have bought into everything he is as a person, a human being, what he stands for. Mike, he's going to get paid. And you know what he said? You know what he said? Not time to talk about the contract yet. Because that's the kind of dude he is. He's absolutely humble. Hey, uh, we mentioned it earlier. We'll talk more about it next hour with uh, our buddy Connor Riley about Georgia Bulldogs. Todd Munkin taking the job with the Ravens. Apparently, Carl, the Ravens did 21 interviews with 14 candidates. And a lot of guys are asking us, why did Munkin go back to the NFL? Well, I mean, you know, you don't have to deal with recruiting, and he's always been a gypsy. He's bounced around. He's done college pro, college pro, and maybe I think he wants to fix Lamar Jackson and go get himself another job, maybe a head coaching job in the NFL, right? I guess. I, I mean, mean, the money's, I mean, it's it's basically a it's lateral not the move. Money. Yeah. yeah, it's not the money. You're the highest paid college dude. I mean, as far as OCs, I just, I think this is what he, where his heart is, where he right. wants to be. Hey, um, Ian Rappaport was talking about the field issues. We've been talking about it for the last few days. Everybody's asking questions. Mm. Uh, Roger Goodell, nowhere to be seen. Um, Shocking. When it comes to why the field was as bad as it was, this is Ian on NFL Network. Basically, the uh, halftime show, which basically spanned the entire field, it compressed the grass, it heated it up, and it got it slick. So it basically increased the moisture in the grass because it didn't allow it to breathe because it pressed down on the grass. Classic. And then you, you take the halftime show off the grass and it's kind of a little bit wetter and in the third quarter everybody was sliding around yeah they talked about it yesterday grass sweating okay after the show so here's my issue they rehearsed this show for months actually for weeks leading up to the super bowl nobody as they rehearsed this Mm -hmm. all right let's put the stage together and you're you're not on that particular field but you're on a field that's Mm -hmm. similar Mike, nobody thought about that in this whole process. All these big brains that work for the NFL, hey, let's disassemble the uh, halftime stage. Yeah. Nobody thought about it? Yeah, I just thought, you know, it's pretty funny. The, you, you'd have thought it wouldn't have been an issue because it was floating because everything was like 75 feet up in the air. But you got to put it together. I, it's, this is a real bad mark for the NFL. I watched it again today. I told you, talking to Chuck Smith, there's a couple of sequences. One of the big Patrick Mahomes scrambles. Both the, it's almost like the Three Stooges. Both Philly edge rushers, whoop, they go down almost simultaneously, like synchronized swimming on that surf, especially where the logos were for the, uh, for the Super Bowl. A guy that hasn't gotten a job yet is Eric Bieniemy. Here is Andy Reid, and I say head coaching job. He's been up for OC right. jobs. But here's uh, what Andy Reid said about Eric Bieniemy's coaching prospects. Eric Bieniemy has been tremendous for us and I think is tremendous for the National Football League and hoping he has an opportunity to go somewhere and, and you know, do his thing where he, he can run the show and, and be Eric Bieniemy. Pretty funny quote, speaking of the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster says, I don't know what the Giants were doing with Kadarius Tony, but they sure figured it out in Kansas City. Yeah, no doubt, man. I'll see. Would you leave? If I'm Eric Bieniemy, I'm good. Like, where else? At, I mean, at I just, this point, I'm good. And maybe just maybe you stick around at this point and get Andy Reid's blessing when Andy decides to move on. Yeah. And you're in place in Kansas City. Yeah, I don't know if I leave just to take a job. How he didn't get a job after the first two Super Bowls, then you're not really. You, some, then what does he do in those interview processes? I don't know. And I, we always talk about the the owners and, and the tunnel vision. I don't know. Is he too hard? Was it was it LaShawn McCoy, Shady McCoy, when he was there for a minute, said that he's too mean? That's right. Okay, he did. well, he did. so what? He wins. <laughs> uh, by the way, third most watched Super Bowl ever, if you're wondering. So we always talk about best Super Bowls in, our, in the history right. of our lifetime. Uh, third most watched because it was fun and right. it was scoring and it was back and forth. Until the final 90 seconds. Um, 113 million people. That makes it third most watched TV show 
ever in the most watched Super Bowl since the 2017 Super Bowl. Cool. All right. Coming back, we got more to get to. You know the name, but how much better is he? And as one listener said to me, his situational football was the problem. It's Dukes and Bell. Mike Bobo is going to be the new offensive coordinator. Sound familiar? For the Georgia Bulldogs. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Um, we are going to talk about that. Yeah, man, no man's on the way. Connor Riley's going to join us here at 4 o'clock, so about 35 minutes, and he will break down how this all played out. But Todd Munkin is leaving. And, and Mike, before we get into that, I just want to mention this because uh, a guy sent this to me. <laughs> I just want you to kind of to marinate on it for a second, and then we'll talk about it later. But somebody has already posted, and I guess the pundits are out there, right. based on what we know right now, the 2023 NFL records. And one of our listeners said, Dukes, I can't believe this. And I'm just going to read to you this. Okay. Panthers, 13 and 4. Falcons, 7 and 10. Saints, 5 and 12. Buccaneers, 3 and 14 next how, how season. Could, what? How could Carolina beat that? They don't even know who the quarterback is. That's my point. That's ridiculous. So, uh, who are these people? Well, and just to give you an example, they've got, uh, you know, you look at like for the Chiefs, right? The Chiefs mm-hmm. could easily be back. They got the Chiefs 11 and 6 next season. They got the Broncos winning that division. Again, fix Russell Wilson first. I mean, there's no, re- this is a study in stupidity. I mean, it's, I mean, it's beyond a moot point. You have no idea. We're not I mean, there yet. Anybody who writes this dreck, and I, people like, I guess people are so starved for football here, it is we're just two days removed. Two, that's it. And I don't tell me what's going to happen next year that's without it. knowing who's going to be on any of the teams. I mean, come on. <laughs> they got the Packers at nine and eight. We don't even know if Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers could be a Jet. Come on. Uh, that so, was a lie. Yes. So I just yeah. wanted to point that out. We will talk about that later. Falcon reports on the way, but let's talk about Mike Bobo. Mm. Mike, what do you think? What's your heart tell you about this hire? This is. Um, Somebody that Kirby knows. Familiarity. Familiarity is part of it. I want to find out what exactly his role was in Todd Munkin's offensive play calling and what was he involved in the game plan. We'll talk to Connor Riley about that in about a half an hour. But what was he doing? I mean, we know he's a great recruiter. There's already a five-star recruit who decommitted from Ohio State that apparently is friendly with the, with Bobo. Quarterback. Quarterback. Mm. So we'll talk more about that later. But I just feel Kirby's going to go with what he knows. That's why he went with Stetson. Now, Todd Munkin, look, he can't cry for spilled milk. He's gone. What is Bobo going to look like here? Well, Bobo ran really good offenses back in the day. My point to you earlier for guys that missed it is that Mark Rick's teams had such a razor-thin margin for error that everything got magnified. Defenses weren't as consistent. Special teams weren't as consistent. Undisciplined play, penalties, silly things. And if if Bobo gets off the reservations, Kirby's not going to let him do that. I just think Kirby runs a tighter ship than Mark Rick, and this is going to be fine. That's my first impulse. Okay. And, and but, 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 I agree but with I was you. a Bobo critic. I was a Bobo. I'm not trying to be revisionist here. Okay. And, and I think a lot of people were. I, you said it. It was misplaced. Okay. Blame. The team doesn't achieve. We like Mark Rick. The offense didn't do enough, which in some cases it was the case, but maybe it wasn't. We're going to blame Bobo. But I'm with you. Um, what do you think about his situational football? Because that has been the mm-hmm. criticism, Okay. Of most dog fans, and and again, these are these are hardcore folks. Okay, these are the people that are watching every play. They're knowing every pass. They could tell you how many times the dogs ran and how many times they passed in the game. And part of this is, as B. Powell said, Dukes Bobo was bad at situational football. I have to believe what Mike is saying. Okay, and I started the show by just simply putting it out there. This is a big deal. 
This plug-and-play idea that you can just hire somebody and they're going to be fine and it's good, even guys with experience have failed. So it's still about fit and understanding what Kirby wants to get accomplished and following that, that script. But, Mike, what about the situational football? He's older. He's more experienced now. We have to believe that's better, right? Yeah. Now, again, I went back and I looked at the 2012 season. I'm using that as like my sort of my template for this because the 2012 Georgia Bulldogs, that was a great team. Aaron Murray was 36 touchdowns, 10 picks. Uh, that was uh, the last season for Todd Gurley before going to the NFL, and he was a 1,000-yard rusher. It was, a, it was a team that was loaded. The defense was terrible against the run. They lost to South Carolina 35-7. And they ran for 250 yards. Alabama, Todd Grantham's defense, Alabama ran all over them. They ran for 350 yards in the SEC championship. So, and then we think, and what do we, how do we remember that game? Well, why didn't we spike the ball and try to come up with a better play? Bobo. And it's, it comes back to Bobo. Yeah. No, because Todd Grantham's guys couldn't stop him anything. You, there was a one-dimensional. Aaron Murray didn't light them. I should say, A.J. Uh, I think it was McElroy didn't light things up. It was a one-dimensional offensive attack from Alabama that you couldn't stop. But Bobo bears the brunt because the game comes down to he and Rick deciding to go with the rhythm, uh, get, keep Alabama off the field from subbing out, and do something. And it didn't work. They came up six yards short. So that comes back. That's another Bobo thing. But Bobo does sometimes zig when you think he's going to zag. Yeah. But I don't think Kirby lets him do that. I think Kirby runs a tighter ship than Mark did. A.J. A. McCarron. Right, was the guy. Yeah, McCarron. Uh, I McCarron. said McElroy, McCarron. McCarron was the quarterback. <sighs> These are the numbers. Guys, it's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. To Mike's point, Bobo's 2014 offense averaged 41 points per game. That is higher than Todd Munkin's 41.1 points per game this season when they won a national championship. So what Mike is saying, guys, is the defense all around is better. You got better players. You're not going to have the problems that they had when he was here before because mm. the defense under Kirby and certainly under the tutelage of all these guys that have come and gone and the guys that are still here, all right, Muschamp and company, it's better. So if you're telling me next year if Bobo's offense is scoring 41 points a game, Mike, mm. George is back in the national championship. George is back in the SEC championship. That's what we're trying to tell you. If they fall off and all of a sudden they're scoring 35 or right. 34 a game, well, then, yeah, you're going to look at this and say, hey, what's going on? Georgia has won the conference national championship or the uh, you know consecutive national championships now with Munkin being their offensive coordinator, and that is why you say these are big shoes to fill. And then the other part, Mike, I can't look at this, and if you're a Bobo critic and you just want to hate, he went to Colorado State, he didn't do anything. I'm not looking at that. I don't care about that. And, I, and Todd Munkin hasn't been a very successful head coach himself. I'm not looking at that. And who cares what he did at Southern Miss, right, or wherever Todd Munkin was? Totally agree. All I want to see is what you do with my people. The other thing is, uh, you know, there were some strange years under Mark Rick. There was a year that Joe Cox was the quarterback. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is when you're in between Matthew Stafford. Stars. Yeah. Stars. I mean, and, you know, you had A.J. Green, but Joe Cox was throwing him the football. You know, you get to Aaron Murray and things definitely improve. You know, and you, you go back and, and you look at some of the talent. And there were some really big names that went to the NFL, but it's nothing like what Georgia has now. I mean, you had the great defensive, you think about Rennie Curran, Ogletree, all these guys. You had a bunch of studs, but it's still nothing like what Georgia's no. put out there the last three, four seasons, if that. All right, here's the other big question, and more with uh, Connor Riley coming up in 30 minutes. Yeah, man, no man, straight ahead. Get some Hey Man L. It's our beer, guys. The original OG, Blonde Ale, 5% alcohol. You can find it at lo- uh, most of your local package stores. Certainly get it at Total Wine and a bunch of places around town, all over the state of Georgia at Publix. Just ask for it or the Watermelon Lime. We say Hey Man, and yeah, man, no man's on the way. Mike, what about Carson Beck or Brock Vandergriff? 
Um, that is the next question, right? And you said you feel comfortable with the development of the quarterbacks because of what we've seen before, even though we really don't know what these guys are going to be because we're going from Stetson Bennett, who is a two-time national champion, right. to this now. We don't know what they're going to be. They could be no, great, though. But that's just thing. I mean, if you go like Miami had all this hype about their quarterbacks and those guys are terrible this year, what happens if Carson Beck struggles out of the box? That's going to that's where all this Bobo stuff is going to be magnified. So you just hope that Carson Beck and maybe Brock Vandegrift wins this. Some talk, and we'll talk to Connor Riley about Vandegrift maybe on the move. He's going to he's going to probably play out this season. But some of the that quarterback room is going to change. There's going to be a dynamic change in that quarterback room. Not everyone's going to sit there. And they've waited now. Some of these guys have waited three years or two years, I should say. It's time to move. All right, what do you guys think? You can find us, Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put 'em Up. See Dukes. The radio show is Dukes and Bell 929. Follow the radio station at 929 The Game. We're on the gram and Facebook and across all social media platforms. Remember, Mark Rick took away his own play calling. Remember, that? there's a whole history here. He handed then, it over. And then you go back, and remember, guys, there were some really tough years the eight and five season, the six and seven season. Then there was that, was it, uh, well, was it 2011? They played Boise State at Georgia Dome. I think that was, that was one of the, yeah, and that was a, that was a strange kickoff game. It was just and the offensive game plan. Talking about you know mentioning Mike Bobo and kind of micromanaging some stuff. Yeah, how much of this was Mark Rick though? I mean, Mark Rick was involved in that. So I, I'm not trying to say Mark Rick. Mark Rick was a great coach, but Kirby is so much better and has built such a better machine. Hell, the Georgia Bulldogs spent four and a half million dollars on recruiting. Mm. The next closest team is Texas A&M, and they're like a million and a half dollars behind you. So I just think. Bobo is kind of a guy who's the poster child for some of the inadequacies that cropped up during the Mark Rick years, and those things, those problems have been fixed under Kirby. It's a different regime. It's a different attitude. And hopefully Bobo, also a little bit older, a little bit wiser, maybe he approaches his, his play calling differently. These are all the reasons why, as a Georgia fan, you should buy in. And then there's my reason why I'm always skeptical about change because it's hard to hire the guys that just fit right in and the ship just keeps moving in the same direction. We've seen it time and time again. I hope that's the case for Georgia. More with Connor Riley coming up. Yeah, man, no man's on the way. Find us, 404-741-0929. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube as well, guys. You can check out the show, see what's going on. And by the way, guys hitting us up about the Hawks. We gave them 144 (laughs) points last night. (sighs) And a lot of guys... This is why they're not buying into us even moving into a top six spot. And it's just three games away. It's literally win six out of seven, seven out of eight, and you're going to leapfrog up to Miami. But they can't get there. All right. By the way, Hawks in action against the Knicks tomorrow. Mike and I will do the show from State Farm. We will be there tomorrow. So you can check us out if you're coming in. We'll tell you. I think we're at gate two tomorrow. But Mm -hmm. we're going to be down there getting you ready for the Knicks who come into town. All right. Bo's next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. 
There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All we want to do is keep winning. And that's why we're this Todd Bobo, uh, Mike Bobo, should I say, Todd Munkin leaving and Mike Bobo, such a big deal as Bobo steps in as the new OC. But we'll talk more with Connor Riley coming up, man. Um, it is interesting to hear our listeners. I think a lot of dog fans just buy in because Kirby's been so good. You just go, trust him. Trust him to do it. Trust him to make the right decision. We're good. Mm. And, you know, if it's not, we'll deal with it. And when you look back at Georgia and you see Georgia Bulldogs at 8-5, and 6-7, and seven, <laughs> Those are Mike Bobo years, and but it's not it's not just him. It's the recruiting. It's who's every. It's it's a whole package. Mark Richt was better. The baseline was you know. Let's be honest. Was Goff and Donna. Yeah. And then the David and David years with Pollock and Green elevated. And then to be honest, you know, Urban Meyer was still doing a better job down in Florida. And then Nick Saban came in, did a hell of a lot better job in Alabama. And now Kirby's doing a hell of a lot better job than everybody else. So we'll see. All right, guys. More on that on the way. It's Dukes and Bell. Let's get to Yeah Man, No Man. It's time for Yeah Man, No Man. Kind of makes me wonder why the hell so many people are trying to tell me to slow down. Seems like we should be shutting the hell up and enjoying the show. He's six foot one. Not really. From Florida, Kennesaw State, and gives rapid fire questions. <laughs> it's the executive producer of the Dukes and Bell Show, Bo Morgan. Brought to you by the W Sauce, America's Worcestershire Sauce, bigger, better, bolder. What is going on, Bo? Carl, I started 1923. <laughs> okay? I started it Saturday morning. <laughs> You're going down this rabbit hole. Right. It's really good, though. I- I've watched every episode already. Wow. I Man, got hooked. Harrison Ford had to be busy as hell. He was doing Indiana Jones, and he was shooting that, too. You're well, what? yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, he did. And he's, by the way, he's old. And luckily, the character, get off my plane. Luckily, the character he's playing in 1923 is is good with like it's it's supposed to be an old character. Like it's okay. I don't know how he's going to do these Indiana. I saw uh, uh, a little bit of this Indiana Jones, like maybe like a cut of it or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know how how are they going to do this. How are they going to do this? I mean, uh, well, listen, I think, and I haven't seen the. I just saw the preview. Matter right. of fact, I think I was telling Mike the other day. I was looking at all the the movies because right. um, there's a bunch of new Marvel movies and all stuff that's coming out. And I saw they're not trying to make us believe that he's younger than he is. No, he's it's, now it's supposed to be in the 60s. Remember yes. the last one was in the 50s? Correct. This movie would be in the 60s. So he's an older professor right. yes. in this movie, and he's he's playing himself. 
So I don't necessarily think they're trying to fool us with that. This mm-hmm. is not like a flashback or they're going back. And uh, what was the CGI movie you told me I should never watch that was on uh, Netflix, the the, ma- the mo- mobster movie? <laughs> the, the Irishman. Where yes. They, they've got a Robert De Niro, and he's supposed to be, they got a, like a young De Niro face, but it's still old Robert De Niro, and he's trying to beat up a guy, and it looks like an 80-year-old guy <laughs> trying to beat somebody up. It's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. I don't think they're going to yeah. do that with this, bro. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, I hope not, because I'm a big fan. <laughs> pull. I'm a big fan of the Indiana Jones. Up until that stupid one with the Shia LaBeouf guy. Uh, until him. I know it. I know it's not LaBeouf. I'm just making yeah. fun of his name. Yeah. All right. Uh, I got to, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster kind of acted like a clown at the end of his days mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh. You know, did some goofy stuff with the dancing on TikTok mm-hmm. in the locker room. He just tweeted the most savage tweet oh. in the history of... Of the Twitter. Okay. I kid you not. He tweeted at 318 local time. It said, Happy Valentine's Day, everybody, with a heart emoji. Okay. And then it had a picture, and it says, it's it's literally a Valentine's Day card, and it says, I'll hold you when it matters most. And it has a picture of James <laughs> Bradbury's team Photoshop <laughs> without a helmet. Oh, wow. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, that is. That's funny. That is. Uh, and that is savage. That is. But, but you know what? Cute, clever, funny. To the victor go to spoils. Kind of right. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can do those things right. when you win. Right, right. Listen, losers don't write the books. Okay? He's right, you know. Dude. It, it, Chris goes too soon. What? Oh, stop no. it. Stop it. I why is no. it, Turtle, why is it too soon? It's Valentine's Day and there's a holding meme. <laughs> You're stomping on the man's grave, Carl. Well, he, he, he copped to it. Bradbury should never have copped to it. It's football, man. Let us play. Yeah. But he copped to it, which kind of, you know, diffused the whole thing, you could argue. Or gave more, I don't know. A lot of people, it all really depends on who you bet on the Super Bowl. That's how right. How you feel about this? I just wanted to see the big finish. And we got the fizzle finish. Well, you know what? This is the thing to me. This is the problem with 2023. Uh-oh. We're holding the officials accountable mm. for disciplining someone who did something that deserved discipline. Eh. Like, you, we're blaming the officials when all James Bradbury had to do was his job and not hold the receiver. Yet, instead <laughs> of holding James Bradbury accountable, we're going to hold the officials accountable. The officials are too much of the story in the NFL. They're too much these days, and they're going to fix it. Yeah. And they have no idea how to fix it because they've created these rules to help the offense and instant replay. We said this yesterday. We're stuck with this. We're stuck with basically having oh, some days you get screwed by the ref, some days you catch a break. I hate to break it to you, but defensive holding didn't get popped out of thin air. No, defensive but, holding has been in the in the rule book for but it, years. But it was it seemed to some folks rather ticky tack in that moment. And were they calling it earlier? I don't know. I don't. Well, those when you calls. impede someone and you hold someone mm-hmm. up. Yeah, it's going to happen. I don't know. I don't want to get off on this tangent. But, Too late. But it's, it's, this is the accountability issue. This is like a guy getting pulled over for doing 90 and a 65 and blaming the cop for writing tickets instead of the guy that was putting everyone into you know, danger. That, that, hits, that hits too close to home. <laughs> oh, I struck a nerve there. If anybody. This, the, is a, this is like. If a, you're in the left lane, you got to move. The left lane is the fast lane. Yeah. Yes, the scared, fast. the scared lane is the right lane. That's true. Hold on a okay. second. There's a difference in 
fast. That's true. And putting everyone on the road in danger. The flow of traffic. It's not, not 90 miles but, an hour. But you just shouldn't have anyone 65 and a 65. You got three miles of traffic stuck behind you because you're the jackass in the front going, well, Barbara, we'll keep it at 65. Now, we'll get that Buick Riviera down there alive. See, Carl, this is my point. Instead of just blaming the speed limit, Mike is blaming people that drive slow for no reason because it makes him look like he's going faster. Yeah, maybe. Don't hold. <laughs> maybe. All right. Biscuits are piping hot. <laughs> let's get let's get to some stuff. Um, speaking of overreaction and the problem with the 2023 culture, mm. Terry Bradshaw, who I would say is at least – Turtle, what do you think? You're good with weight. What do you think? Like at least 70 pounds overweight, Bradshaw? Oh, wow. Now you guys are killing oh, Bradshaw? On. Hold on he, a second. He's an American I'm treasure. setting it up. All right. So just hold your horses. All right, all right, all right. Chris? Those suspenders do a lot of work. That's okay. Bradshaw is on stage, and he, um, he calls over Andy Reid, and he ribs him a little bit, and outlets like the Huffington Post are up in arms. Let's listen to it and see if you guys – are going to hold Bradshaw accountable or just, you know, say no biggie? Big guy. Let me get the big guy in here. Come on, waddle over here. Oh. <laughs> Congratulations, Andy. Well, yeah, this had to be um, – uh, uh, you've done this before. I remember in the 49ers Super Bowl, nothing until the fourth quarter. And this game, some, something similar. All of a sudden, your, your offense just started going. What was the difference? Well, I, I contributed that to the offensive line, Pat Mahomes, and the rest of the offensive players. They did a great job. Eric Bieniemy was tremendous down the stretch there, putting things together. And it was just uh, uh, by really by all the coaches, both sides of the ball. Well, I, I want to congratulate you. And I know that you're getting up in years now like me. And I just, I just know that it's got to be a time that where all these Super Bowls, you got to say to yourself, time to ride off into the sunset. That's not going to happen, is it? No. no. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this one right here. I'm going to okay. tell you, this is unbelievable. Uh, Phil- Philadelphia, you did a great job. It was a great game. But how about those cheese? <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Have a cheeseburger on us. and. Wow. Yeah, Terry went there twice. Yeah, yeah, that was. I know what. I normally. Wow. I would, I would say get off Terry's back. Terry was out of line there. That's well, too, hold that's on. too much. That's hold too on much. Now, hold on. That's too Re- much. Remember, remember now. Andy Reid said at opening night, his three keys to life: cheeseburger, were yeah. were uh, having fun, wearing Hawaiian shirts, mm-hmm. and eating cheeseburgers. You're right. right. So, based on Andy Reid's own words, right. But if you didn't see opening night. Terry, out of line. Well, <laughs> but, but he said he did put the cheeseburgers as one of his favorite things, so I guess it's all fair. But to waddle over, that was mean. I'm not saying, like, I'm not, you know me, we hate guys being candy asses and snowflakes, but you don't say waddle over the guy presenting the Lombardi trophy. That was jive. It was. Well, I'm pretty sure that's what both of those guys are doing these days. Remember, they're friends, too. No, right. they, listen, they are great friends. And, and listen, and I, lo- I love Terry Bradshaw. I like the guy. I just thought that was a bit much. Well, you can, you can bust your friend's balls privately, you can't do it publicly that way, I think, Mike, at the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's why it sounds weird. Hey, you won weird. your Super Bowl. We were fat ass. Let's get that trophy exactly over here. Come right. here, Tommy. That's what yeah. he said. Now, yeah. if we're you're at a bar, we're hanging out at a family function, you're at, my, you're at the house, oh, get your fat butt over here. Right. You make fun of your friends. That's different. I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Not one bit. I didn't like it. Well, you know what? The last two days have proven you guys have gone soft because <laughs> – 
You're holding. You're not holding people accountable for their own actions, like James Bradbury. And now you're killing <laughs> Terry Bradshaw. You know what? The refs are terrible people. Yes, Bradbury made a mistake, but the refs are awful, and the refs got to go. We need new refs. Back to you. Now, as far as the waddle, Clear you don't, say, you don't say waddle to somebody. That's mean. Yeah, you know what? Moment. You know what? You're right. Let's get new officials because the replacement refs worked so well for no, us. No, that's again. You don't have to go back to that setting. Just have more well, accountability with these refs. Clear the house. You know who those replacement refs were, right? Yep. They were the next in line. Mm-hmm. So I hate to break it to you, but that's what you're getting. You know what you're gonna. But you know what? You're not going to get is garbage. W sauce, you get the best quality around. Don't forget America's Worcestershire sauce. sauce bigger, better, bolder. You guys got me all mad now. Go to the WSauce.com, find a retailer near you. Maybe I'll get some Georgia Hemp Company CBD to calm me now mm. after you guys' ridiculousness. Go to the GeorgiaHempCompany.com and use the code SquidBilly10. Turtle, let's hit some Valentine's Day music. Couple guys hitting us up on the Twitch. You can watch us guys on Twitch, ATL929. Chiron42 says, yeah, that wasn't the time or the place. Couple guys on the text line saying, look, it's one thing if you're doing a a fun off-the-cuff interview, but that's the big stage. Don't say that there. This wasn't an Andy Reid roast. Right. Okay? This was not that. Right. Bo, why don't you waddle over here? Coming up, Connor (laughs) Riley coming up next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.